You know, when we first got married, you had this big box, and I used to call it your box of passing fancies. Okay. Because you had lots of things you liked to do. There was a harmonica in there, and there was some like music books. And I've always been like a starving musician or <laughs> one that desires to be a musician, yes. but just don't have those skills. That's okay. But I wondered if I was going to get put in your box of passing fancies. Okay. And it was probably one of my biggest fears and concerns. And so if you're wondering why you're in someone's box of passing fancies, it might be because of this topic. Which is? Interest versus values. We've approached episode 39 on the rich relationship with Gil and Renee. And stay tuned so you can learn why you may have gotten put in the box of passing fancies. Coming up next. Welcome to the Rich Relationship Podcast with Gil. And Renee, where amazing things happen. Our goal is to help build, repair, and restore healthy relationships. Our primary focus is on the marriage relationship. However, the topics are applicable to the relationships that we value most. Remember, we're stronger together. Let's grow! Okay, if you hear some popping noise, it's because while there's excitement happening here... (laughs) It's fireworks going on outside for some reason. We have no clue why it's going on. It's been cold. We're in, and I don't think there's a fireworks. It's February. Yeah, it is. The end of February. End of February. It's not July, so we don't know what's going on. You know, you started out the conversation. When you think about the first encounters that people have, it's always exciting. It's always like fireworks. (laughs) That's a good good way to put it. (laughs) It is. It's, It's like fireworks. You know, it's always seems like those initial appearances or something that initially attracted you to the person, you know, and when you think about how the relationship progresses, it's always started out from an interest perspective. Mm-hmm. Like we, a spark. So an interest would be like a spark. So we're going to be talking about interests and values. Why is that important in relationships, though? It's one of those things you kind of learn as you go along and you just start trying to, you know, we both are really interested in human behavior and why people do what they do and why do things happen. And I started to think about and just pray about what causes relationships not to work, what makes them not have, you know, the longevity or the sustainability that is necessary for relationships to work. And so I started thinking about the common denominators are our interests Mm -hmm. versus our values, because we all have interests, right? you know skating you know like if you notice on the graphic there's a purse you know pat one of my biggest passions were handbags i was the queen of bags Mm -hmm. and so i realized that just because we share the same interests that's not enough to make us remain in a relationship because it really gives us what it takes to be in relationships are our values right and while we always start out our show from an assessment perspective we like to Let's talk about what interests and values are. They're a little bit different because I think yeah. some people can kind of put the two in the same basket and they're not. No, they're you totally know, different. Your interests are things that you are, like you called it, my box of passing fancies thing that I enjoy doing. And no, I never got put in your box of passing fancies. <laughs> right. So it's it could be hobbies. It could be things that. That and that initially draws you together as a person or as a couple, as a that you think, or even as a friend, you guys may like bowling, right? Common interests, yeah. Things that 
really, and most of the time, they're just activity. Yeah, things driven. you like to do: painting, drawing, writing. Those are all interests. You know, and just because you have the same interests as someone doesn't mean you have the same values. And that is the difference between getting close to people and always just being at a distance. Right. So we're talking about values now. This is the bedrock of what what makes up a person. These are your core principles, things that are the foundations for how you live your life. You talk a lot about knowing yourself, right. really getting to know who you are. This is the element of that which is knowing who you are as a person. Those are your values that you carry. And the thing that I really thought was really amazing about this, because when when the Lord really started showing it to me, I didn't realize how much depth there is in a word so simple as your values, because you also have spiritual values. Mm -hmm. You have personal values. You have professional values. And so it's not just in one area. And another thing that I realized as I was really praying about this and studying for it is realizing that, your values are the things that you hold to be true and important to you. And when they're not being honored by you or someone in a relationship with you, that is the initial cause of conflict, inner conflict with ourselves or conflict in relationships. And a lot of times, you know, you and I were talking about how it's like you don't respect me. You know, when people look at it and say you don't respect me, is it really that they don't respect you or they don't hold your values in the same mindset or the same level of value that you do. Mm -hmm. And so that's why values are extremely crucial to you really deciding who am I going to, who's going to be in my life for the long haul. It's one of those things that I think people don't really take time to really sit back and analyze and think about and even ask themselves, what are my real values? Mm -hmm. What are the things that I hold true or hold very, very important or high esteem in my life? Because it is essential to how you live your life. And when you get hooked up with someone that don't have the same values as you do, that's when you find that the relationship starts to erode. It starts to dissolve. We were talking the other day, we were talking about, you know, there's over 200 different values. And so let's just say if I if I value, if I have if I I have 200 values that I hold and I honor Mm -hmm. and you only have two. Okay. So don't you think that's going to be an issue? Probably. Yes. Well, it could, yeah, it could be. It could be. So I think it's not just understanding that you have values. It's also understanding the amount of values that you value Mm -hmm. because it's, it's just like anything else you have to be. And my grandparents are really big on this. You have to be compatible. And so it's not just being attracted because if I had to describe it, I would say that attraction is the spark and values is the flame but god has to be the fire mm-hmm. and in order for anything to last it, it requires that we really understand that in order for relationships to work god has to be at the center of it because in our own nature in our own just our own humanness it's really hard for us to care about what matters to other people right and i think that our relationship with god gives us the, it empowers us to be able to think about somebody else other than just ourselves you know there are a lot of good people in this world And they do a lot of good things, but you always have to ask, where am I getting my foundational values for how I live my life? And before we became followers of Christ, we did it in our own power. Mm -hmm. You could be a very, very nice person Mm -hmm. 
But that is short lived in, in the span of life because it could be one thing that sets you off that makes you not a nice person anymore when you're holding on to a lot of things. And we're going to talk about some of that, those things that can kind of be a hindrance in your values or things that can be barriers and stuff like that. But as we talked and I started thinking about my values right. and things that I thought were important and even before I say BC, before Christ came mm -hmm. into my life, you know, I thought I was a good person. Mm -hmm. I didn't really go and seek out to hurt people and all those things. You can be a good person at a, at a character level and, and be honorable and all those types of things. But it still is going to pale in comparison to when you give your life to Christ. It's almost like a light comes on and you start seeing yourself in a new light right. and you start realizing what is some of your own shortcomings. But as I thought about this topic, I started thinking about, and you can give me some of your feedback on this. Okay. One of the, one of my values that I thought about, and I've said this in the past is honesty. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about this in the context of relationships. Okay. Now we want to focus on that specifically. Um, all the other things are important in your okay. life and how you live your life. But that's what this show is all about. It's about for relationships. relationships so. so not necessarily just, we're not going to really go too much into your professional life. values. Yeah. Or your we, life. And we, those we want to really, really more deal with focus. your personal and your spiritual values, because yeah. that's the, the biggest part of your value system is that everyone has a belief system right not to believe is still a belief system it just means you believe in yourself even mm -hmm. if you don't realize that so when people say i don't believe in god so you believe in yourself then right because don't there's only you god and the devil so if you're not believing in god you're not believing in jesus you're believing in yourself or the devil right that's a choice yeah and so we want to focus on the elements and the essence of relationships and mm -hmm. values and interests um, one of the things, like I just said, was honesty was one, how that was really, really important to me on how being honest with you from the very beginning, because if you violate honesty in your relationship, you're just on a downward slope. Right. And that is very, very hard to recover from. And sometimes you never recover, right. recover. Because from. I think you I think you start things off the way you want them to be. You know, when you start off not being honest, when you, and I think a part of it is when you go into a relationship not really knowing, I think that you have to have your list of these are things I'm never going to do. Mm -hmm. These are things that are just not okay with me. As these some are, people call them, I like the way my, um, what did they say? Oh, it was non-negotiable. Non-negotiable. Non yes, yes, non-negotiable. Yeah. So one of them that I thought about even in our relationship was look to be a serve. Look, look to serve and not to be served. Mm -hmm. We we say that sometimes, and we've said it before, talking to other people that we try to outserve each, each other, other mm -hmm. because that is a very good. While it may be a good thing to do, it's got to be in you to do it. Mm -hmm. It has to be a choice, and I think you have to have that as it. That's why I said that's why your relationship with God is so crucial because He changes the catalyst of what's important to you mm -hmm. because when you have a relationship with God it says may the words of your mouth and the meditation of your heart be pleasing in his sight a part of that is that 
he changes. He he hopes when he comes into your heart, you stop wanting what you want and you begin to want what he wants. That's what it says when he says he'll give you the desires of your heart. It's not that he's going to give you everything you want. Right. It's just that in the relationship with him, you're going to begin to see things through his, the lens of who he is and not through the lens of who we are. And that makes relationships so much more enjoyable and it gives people the freedom to be human. Yeah, because you, well, obviously you are human. And so that's something you are never going to be able to get away from. But you can focus on the things that you can do in your relationships to make them better. Right. Another one that I thought about was I try to do things to the best of my ability, my humanly capable capability to do things for you. And I always there's used to be an old song out there called No Half Stepping. Hmm where I don't want to do anything for you, whether it's something around the house or something that you may need for me from emotional support or anything like that, just give you half of it. You deserve more than that. So that's something that I have to think about. Well, yeah. And that's what I think we have, while we may not have sat down and wrote these down and articulated them on paper and etched them out, um, until now, (laughs) (laughs) but I, it was something that I really, really thought about over the week from since last week's episode thinking, okay, what are our values or what are the things that I value in our relationship that has given us these 31 plus years of being together? And I think these are the things that we always talk about going to work on your marriage. These are the things that you work on. If you don't, I'm not saying this list is obviously not all inclusive. It's just a, a, just a snapshot of just sharing some of the things that has worked for me and us, I believe. And that someone can take and just use those as a a starting point. If they, if they've never really given it any thought or they're like, yep, I do that too. Right. Another one was, it's the little things that matter. You know, when you think about the little things I'm talking about, not overlooking or taking things for granted. That's the, the focus that I thought about was, I don't want to take things for granted as it retains to you and our relationship because that leads to complacency. Yes. And when you start getting complacent about things, that's when you stop working. Yes. And, you know, if you think about when you think about what your values are, if you have not sat down and really begin to think about the things that because, you, you know, again, you like you mentioned, we always talk about the long journey inward. Well, we want to give you some tangible ways so that you can understand what that looks like. So mm-hmm. when we say take the long journey in, you need to know what are your values? What are your non-negotiables? What are the things that you, you're like, I can't live without this. I, this is something I, I'm not going to compromise this. And I think that so many times when we go into relationships and we don't take into consideration our values, we're just, we're just led by the spark or the chemistry or the appetite or the appetites. And so when we talked about that, how do you not become, how do you not get put in the box of passing fancies? It's by going into relationships based on something that's going to last because while the spark and the chemistry is great and it is the initial encounter in order for things to last, you have to have something that is going to make it last. And that's your values. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the things that you say it's important to me. I think about even when I was a, a teenager, younger, I remember people dating men that were married. Mm-hmm. I remember saying, no, I just, I just can't do that. That's just, that's not okay with me. Wasn't saved, didn't know Jesus, didn't grow up in church, but it was just that it's something about that to me. I just felt like I don't want, and my mother was big on you reap what you sow. And so I think that if I think one of my values, one of my values is realizing that 
what you put out, what you give to people, it's going to come back to you. Oh, yeah. And so you have to think about the decisions you're making because it's just like a seed. It's going to come back. It's going to produce a harvest. And so if we're not taking into consideration our values and we're not thinking about our non-negotiables, we're going to keep ending up in relationships that are going to end up eroding, being, being destroyed or end up in the box of passing fancy right and and you kind of alluded to that just now let's talk about some of the things that can be hindrances to your values and things that you whether you've thought about it or gave it some thought maybe this will be a catalyst for you to start thinking about what are my values and even if you have a spouse or a significant other or someone you're in relationship with that you can talk about and make sure you're on the same commonality or common plane of holding the same values to be important really identifying those values or the two shall becoming one or establishing a real solid relationship foundation so let's talk a little bit about that one of the things that came to my mind and even just reading some things emotional barriers that can be hindrances to you establishing relationships because if you think about it from a value standpoint you're if you don't have those things to fall back on or even just to get started with mm-hmm. you're already starting in the negative right in the relationship and you have nothing to build on nothing to start with nothing to really really get the relationship going so one of the things that i was sharing with someone even in conversation just kind of talking about it seems like when we talk about sometimes what the topics of the shows are going to be about unknowingly Things come to mind that I end up writing down later and like, that's a good point to mm-hmm. bring up. And we both, have, if you listen to the show, you know that Renee and I really didn't have the, what you would call the, the, the normal relationship, nuclear, n- nuclear or whatever normal <laughs> would look like. Yeah. We both came from, you know, not the non-traditional, no mom, no pop in the house for a long period of time. Right. You know, my parents, parents got divorced early. Yeah, my parents were never married. Right. So, her. and one of the things that came to mind about a hindrance for me was no role models. Nothing to really show me what did marriage supposed to look like, which is the foundation for the values that were going to be lived out. I didn't see that. So I really didn't know how can I or what could I base my future relationships on to to establish a good relationship with you. I didn't know it would be you, but with you, right. you know, and I joke jokingly told the person that I was talking to about this was I was a TV junkie mm-hmm. and watching TV shows and seeing marriages on television was something that I was like, I knew it was fiction. I knew it was fantasy or right. at least they gave me something to go by, you know, to start out with. And so when you think about the values and one of the things about values is that no one can establish your values for you. Mm -hmm. They can model it for you, but ultimately you're going to decide you're going to pick which values you find that resonate with you Mm. and that you're going to begin to practice and live your life according to. And so when you think about not having role models, some of the ways you can establish your values is to think about the things that are important to you. Right. The things that bother you, the things that make you feel uncomfortable. Because mm-hmm. I remember being a younger girl and I remember there being a neighbor and I remember her being bloody because her and her 
boyfriend or husband, whoever had gotten into a fight and he hit her in the head and she had like, I remember seeing blood and I remember thinking a man should never hit a woman. Right. Uh, and if a guy ever hits me, that's it. He's, I'm not going to be hit. I'm not going to be called out of my name. I'm not going to be pushed because sometimes your values are enforced by negative things. Experiences. Yeah. By traumas. They can create your values. And one of the things we have to also remember about values, values are very healthy frameworks, but you can't choose your values over people. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is when you have more values, when your values push people away, when your values create barriers values should be more like a bridge and not a fence mm-hmm. because the values that we have should make, make help us to get better in relationships and not push us away from people because i think sometimes your values can become religion they can become your own gospel versus them being a tool they can be a hindrance so i think sometimes you know you talked about emotional barriers some of the biggest obstacles to your 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 values can also be having putting more emphasis on your values and the people values are supposed to create relationships and not destroy them. Right. And one thing that I also thought about was you need to think about your environment that you're in Mm -hmm. as well, because it was the old saying that like-minded people hang out together. Mm -hmm. Birds of a feather flock together. So if you are in a relationship with someone and they don't display your same type of values, that's... Not a- your interest, because, see, I think that's the trick. You think that because you're both at the bowling alley or you're both at the mall, oh, my gosh, we're going to be besties until you start talking, until you start getting in situations and you start realizing, uh, this doesn't make me feel... Your values, when they're honored, you feel safe. Mm-hmm. When your values are being compromised or when they're being belittled it makes you feel uncomfortable right and that's the a real good marker for being in a wrong environment Mm -hmm. that you may want to change and sometimes that means change the people that you are around yeah and you can't change them the best thing for you to do is to walk away Mm -hmm. and to try to get into an environment where you do find people who share your same values and even and and when you're in those relationships that you're in the wrong company so to mm -hmm. speak don't be, which is another hindrance, is fear of rejection. Yeah. Don't feel like you're being rejected because you choose not to be in that environment or hanging around those people, especially like you talked about just a second ago about being in an abusive relationship right. with someone verbally, physically, emotionally, mentally, all those things. That's a, a should be a sign that if they are going against the things that you think are important, like you started out the show with those non-deliverables or non-negotiables, I'm sorry, change your environment. Right. You know, that's something that you have to be proactive about Mm -hmm. and to initiate. Yeah. You know, one of the values we haven't talked about is integrity. And I think that that's one, and that's one value that has been a part of our life, our whole lives. Mm -hmm. And it's, you're going to notice that because, because we see each other visibly we don't realize that sometimes what you're really attracted to is what you don't see. Because when you're in someone's presence, that's what, it's not about what they look like. It's how someone makes you feel in their presence. And that goes back to their, more than likely their, it's their character. It's their spiritual values that really make you feel. Cause people are like, I just feel like I know you. 
mm-hmm. you know? And so those are the things you have to really begin to, you want to be, when you look in the mirror, you want the person that you see to be someone that you would want to be in a relationship with. Right. And I think that's just the best way when you talk about getting to know yourself is you want to be the best version of you that you can be based on the values you've set for yourself, not based on peer pressure, not based on popularity, not based on things that aren't going to last, but really based on at the end of the day, when you wake up in the morning, do you feel good about how you treated people and how you interacted with people the day before? Because if not, that becomes a habit of you feeling shame and embarrassment and resentment and rejection. And it creates an unhealthy relationship with yourself and with other people. And so the reason why these values are so important, because they're going to be like a compass. It's going to be like, it's going to make you like a light. It's going to make you a safe place for people and you can be a safe place for yourself. Right. And that's a good point because if you don't know where you are, you have no idea where you're going. Exactly. You know, especially being in relationships with someone else, you can have two different expectations of what you think about the relationship and mm-hmm. how the values that you hold important. If that person doesn't have the same ones, yeah. it's going to cause a problem in the it long will. run. It will. So, Definitely will. Yeah. So at this point in our show, though, we usually say got wisdom, got questions, which we have kind of told everybody about in the past couple of weeks yes. and we've kind of changed a little bit. And so instead of saying we've got time, I'm going to say let's let's talk about Things I Wish I Knew. Things I Wish I Knew. And uh, this week's Things I Wish I Knew comes from Wayne in Cincinnati, Ohio. Even though I'm from Michigan, or we are from Michigan. We still love you, Wayne will. I will still give Wayne his credit, even though he's from the wrong state. He's not from the wrong state. He's from the state he was born. Yes, he was, but it's it's not Michigan. It's (laughs) We have that mutual animosity or faithful, playful animosity towards yes, each other i don't get that I don't, I don't neither do i, I don't yeah. know what the origin of it is I but either. i think it's from sports and to me sports are not eternal so right i love ohio i love all the states but wayne <laughs> shared something that was really kind of in line with this a little bit and mm-hmm. one of his things i wish i knew you know we kind of were presented in a fast in a, in a mindset of if you knew something now that you wish you would have known when you were yes. younger that's what this is all about. What did I, what I wish I knew that. And this one actually pertains directly to relationships. And his was, I wish I would have known how much I was going to have to sacrifice or how much I would be willing to sacrifice as I got into relationships and long term relationships. And when I read that, I was thinking about it and it was like, wow, yeah. you, you, you think when you go in into a relationship, you don't have to give up anything yeah. because you think about it. You're a That's single. True. You're a single person and you don't know what it's going to cost you or what you're going to be giving up to become a, a couple. Two people becoming one. Right. Two people becoming one where you're going to have to give up some things yeah. that I won't say that is going to be bad for you mm-hmm. or it was bad for you, but you, you may not be aware that you won't be doing anymore. Right. And so I think that's why I love what we're doing because I think it's important. And I think it's how God is. God always gives you the small print up front. God is not deceptive. He's not trying to trick you. When we say those vows, he's telling you up front for better, for worse, for sickness and health till death do us part. He's letting you know that marriage in and of itself is all about the sacrifice it's right. about being selfless it's about serving so marriage is not for the selfish no 
No, Sorry. it is not. <laughs> and you, when you think, and if you come that way, hopefully, through the through you surrendering and yielding in the spirit of God, you can become selfless instead of selfish. And if you think about it, going into a relationship, just know that you're going to be sacrificing yes. some things. It may be some activities. It may be some physical things, you know, hobbies, money, money, resources. That's the physical things that I'm talking about to give up, to be with this person. And some relationships. You might have to sacrifice some of those. Absolutely. Because that is the, that is what Christ did for us. He made the ultimate sacrifice, you know, so that is something that, something to think about. Something to think about. I I wish I I knew. knew. Absolutely. (laughs) So you ever have something that you want to share with the rich relationship community, you can always reach us through the Speak Freely app with Gil and Renee. So it's called Speak Freely with Gil and Renee. It's an app. It's in all of the Play stores that you can download and install on your device. But you can also send the good old faithful email yeah. at richrelationships.us at gmail.com. Yeah. Or you can actually reach us through, oh, I already said that. Reach us or through. you can call us at 404 404- 936-1642. We would love to be a part of your journey and love to have you be a part of our community. Gil and Renee Beaver's over 30-year relationship is the genesis for the Rich Relationship Podcast, which is designed to empower individuals with the tools, principles, and the community needed to unpack ourselves, our past, and our preconceived notions associated with relationships. Let's get empty and grow together so that our lives will be filled with love and healthy, rich relationships. Now let's go into our show. Give nine Christian values. Okay, go ahead. Let's give those. The first one is to show love. Mm -hmm. And we all know what that means. At least we think we do. And so in Romans 12, it gives you an example of what showing love is. Love must be an action. And I think that's a big part of his realizing that love is something that we have to, it has to have an action. It can't just be words. To find joy in chaos. Now, this is one that I think is really more of a challenge. That can be very difficult when things are going crazy and you are ready to call it quits. Right. And and the way you do that, it goes back to what we talked about before, Philippians 4 and 4, to rejoice in the Lord. Mm-hmm. When we when 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 our faith is our core bedrock value, it gives us the ability to overcome difficulty no matter what happens in the midst of the storm, in the midst of everything. We understand that we have a comforter, we have a protector, we have a savior. And so that helps us to find joy in chaos. Seek peace. And I love we went to the marriage retreat and one of the things that Ashley talked about was peace was taking authority over the chaos in your life. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was beautiful because we think of peace as just laying down, but peace is saying, no, I'm going to cast out every high thought and every everything that exhausts itself against the knowledge of God. And I'm going to allow myself to rest in the creator and not in the situation that's going on around me. Right. Be patient. That's one of the things, and, and and I was you and I were talking about it, the fruits of the spirit, love, joy, goodness, mm-hmm. faithfulness, gentleness, meekness. Those are values as well. Oh, it should be. Those are the bedrock. Those are the core values. Um, the reason why I kind of snickered at this one, um, Psalms 50, Psalm 75 too, patience is one of the fruits of the spirit that I am in hot pursuit of. Mm-hmm. I have always struggled with patience. And one of the things about patience is that in order to gain patience, you have to wait. 
Right. And patience is never in a rush. <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> and so if it was a girl, she would say, wait, I'm, I'm patient. I want you to wait. Be kind. Colossians 3 and 12. And what is being kind mean? Being kind means you put the other person before yourself. Right. It means that you focus on their strength and not their growth area. It means that you are considerate. Um, be good. Now, this one is one that you might think that, that it, means it's very broad. Yes. But it, it's it's not talking about goodness in your own power. It's Matthew 26 and 41. It's basically talking about the goodness that comes from the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I think about what we've been doing recently when things happen is my automatic response, even when it's something crazy, it is good. Right. It is good. Because it changes your perspective where you will start thinking this is not good yes. and I'm mad about it or upset about it or I'm ready to go at someone about it, you know, because of a situation and circumstance, you will want to give people a piece of your mind or all those things. And I remember I used to have that mindset, well, it's the truth and I'm getting a piece of my mind and the Lord starts showing me it might be the truth, but would you like me to give you the truth about you? And number two is if you keep giving away a piece of your mind, you ain't going to have nothing left. Right. So stop doing that. And then, the, um, and really, if you look at these, um, live faithfully, live your life being faithful to your word, to God's word and to the things you start. That kind of goes into what you just talked about, about patience. And, and they're actually all the fruits of the spirit, love, joy, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, meekness, and self-control. Those are the nine Christian values. Um, be gentle, first Peter third, three and five and have self-control. This is my, my nemesis Proverbs 16 and 32 self-control. It was the one patience and self-control were the two fruits that I would have to say are my growth areas Mm -hmm. and being and having joy and being kind are probably um, some of my strengths. And so we're all going to have growth areas and strengths, but those core values, those core nine values should be a part of where you look to find your identity in. It's a good foundation to me. So we have enjoyed talking about interests versus values. So which one do you think won? Obviously they both have their place. Yes. Interest is a spark. Yes. But values is what keeps the flame going. Yes. And if your values are not in line with each other, that's a good point to conversate about yeah. and communicate about because yeah. you want to get on one accord. You want to be going and moving in the same direction because if not, it's just a matter of time before the relationship erodes and dissolves. Yeah. And you don't want to. We talk about gift projection. You don't want value projection. It's better for you to find people who share your values rather than trying to make someone who doesn't share your values, share your values, because that's really not them being honest about them because it has to be their journey. It has to be their choice, has to be their values. And so you want to make sure that you're aligning yourself with people who already share your values, not trying to make people who don't share your values, share your values. That's a good point. And we will see you guys next week on the Rich Relationship Podcast with Killer Renee. Remember, we're stronger together. Let's grow. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your investment in time. Remember to subscribe to the show and hit the notification icon to be notified when new episodes are posted on the podcast platform that you're listening from. Or you can always find us on our website at richrelationshipsus.com or our YouTube channel, Rich Relationships with Gil Renee. 
If you found this podcast helpful or you think it could help someone that you know and care about, please pass it along and share it with them. And also, you can always send your questions and comments to richrelationships.us at gmail.com. This is a weekly podcast, and the new episodes are going to be posted on Monday by 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Remember, we're stronger together. Let's grow!